Welcome back to AFL Bites Round 13. My name is Julian Balthazar. If you're new here, this is the Brother to B-Ball Bites, the podcast series where we recap sports in under five minutes, or at least we try to. <laughs> let's not do a long intro. Let's just get straight into the footy. We had Thursday to Monday football games, so let's get straight into it. Thursday night football at the SCG. It was a monumental occasion for Buddy Franklin playing game 350. It wasn't a night to remember for him, though, with the Saints edging out the Swans 80-66. to Buddy kicked two goals in his 350th, but the Saints' backline held strong all night with Wilkie, Jack Sinclair, and the Messiah, Nasaya Wangani Malira, recording a career-high 30 disposals. He was incredible in defence alongside Sinclair, who actually went into the middle for the game a little bit as well. I put this in air quotes, a textbook tackle from Dan Butler that caused Blakey to be subbed out with the concussion rule will be sent to the tribunal, but if he gets penalised, I think it might just send the footy world into absolute chaos. Over at Marvel on Friday night, the Port Power head to Doggytown, looking for 10 straight, and they get it, 107-85. to Going to sound like a broken record here, but it was the Zach Butters show again. 31 touches, a goal, and he just looked untouchable again out there. He's moving shorter into the Brownlow odds. As per usual, the Doggies dominated the disposals. McRae getting his fourth fantasy ton in a row. I'd bring him in as a forward ASAP. But there was errant kicking up front that cost them yet again. Charlie Dixon kicked four for the power and Boak notched 26 touches in his return to the starting lineup. Saturday 1.45 at the MCG saw the Hawks upset the Lions, winning 98-73. Mitch Lewis was dominant up front with four goals, equal with Hipwood at the other end. The Hawks looked really solid all game. They had great movement by hand and their chemistry is starting to improve. Sicily and Impey were huge down back and their midfield was firing with Nash, Day, Newcomb and Warpool all recording 25 plus disposals. For the Lions, Dunkley was big with 145 fantasy points and 11 tackles. Sadly, Joe Danaher went missing, only producing one behind. Over at Adelaide Oval for Tex Walker's 250th, you couldn't possibly write the script any better. Tex kicking 10 goals and the Crows winning, can you believe this, 174-52. Tex had 21 touches, 11 marks and 166 fantasy points with his 10 goals. Unbelievable. 20 out of 22 of the Crows starting players had 15 plus disposals which is an AFL record for most players over 15 touches in one team. It was an absolute bloodbath. There's not much to say about the Eagles, but in fantasy terms, if you're looking for a cheap defensive slash midfielder, you can take the risk on Yo, who produced 30 touches and looks like a cheap fantasy option. In a wet night in Perth on Saturday night, the Tigers go back to back, upsetting the Dockers 85 to 70. It was Tim Taranto again. He had... 35 touches, 2 goals, and 129 fantasy. He's the only player in Dream Team who has recorded 100 and plus in every game. Jaden Short was big for the Tigers with 3 goals, and Bolton was massive in the 4th quarter. For Frio, it was a usual suspects delivering. Sarong and Brayshaw were big, and Jackson was good as well. They had their chances in the last quarter, but they just could not get it out of defence. It was turnover central. I don't think they liked the wet weather like the Tigers did. Over in Hobart on Sunday afternoon, the Giants emerged victorious over the Kangas. It was Captain Toby Green, the star, with 24 touches, 3 goals, and a little stint in the midfield. I liked Himmelberg down back in defence for the Giants. He looked good, and they adopted the Orange Tsunami style of football yet again, which got them over the line. I like Callum Ward again in the midfield. He looked good without Josh Kelly. But for North Melbourne, George Wardlow played his best game I've ever seen. He had 9 tackles, 6 clearances, and he showed a lot of promise. The Roos put up a big fight. They looked okay again, but that's now 11 games in a row they've lost. But there were still promising signs, and their youngsters, Scott, Phillips, Wardlow, and Sheasel, are showing awesome signs for the future. It's nothing but feeling blue for the Blues yet again, dropping a much-needed win. Credit to the Bombers, winning 86-52 against Carlton after an amazing third quarter. 
The game was fairly even to start. Nick Martin was absolutely hot for the Bombers. He, I think he had about 13 or 14 touches in the first quarter that I counted. That's his fourth fantasy ton in a row. He is looking unstoppable on that wing and forward flank. In Essendon's amazing third quarter, Peter Wright kicked three goals out of his five, and Essendon moved the ball from defence to midfield to forward with unbelievable dare and pace. It was very exciting to watch. Ed Kerno quelled Merritt's disposals to just 18 with a very heavy tag, but to Essendon's credit, they put Merritt in the forward line in the third quarter and influenced the game in other ways. He was very much the X Factor. On Monday, for the big clash between the Pies and the Ds for the King's birthday public holiday, the Ds win 66-62. The scoreboard probably doesn't reflect the dominance of the game by Melbourne. Collingwood looked a bit off and the Ds looked like they attacked the ball with more uh, fight and aggression. This was led by Jack Viney, who ended up winning the best on ground medal with 32 touches and 11 tackles. Tom Mitchell was big for the Pies. I told you last week, monitor him for your fantasy teams. I've seen enough. It's time to bring him in. The Dream Team pig is back. Grundy put aside the booze against his old side and kicked a big goal in the third term. And Bailey Fritch kicked three goals for the Ds. If it wasn't for their bad goal kicking, eight goals, 18, the Ds probably could have won this game by a lot more. But in typical fashion, the Pies kept it exciting, bringing it back to just four points with 30 seconds to go. They could not get the last inside 50 entry they needed. That brings us to the end and privilege of five footy matches in a row. I don't know, um, that's five footy nights in a row. I don't know how often we get that. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday games we were treated to. We will be back on AFL Bites next weekend. We look forward to recapping the games each round for you. I had a chance to watch them all. So walk into the office more confident knowing that you know a bit more about the games. Hit that follow button on Spotify and share this with your mates. Spread the word. If you joined us by Footy Live, we thank Footy Live for sharing our podcast. We look forward to seeing you next week on AFL Bites.